0: morning and welcome to hodgepodge this 17th day of march 2020 and uh, today on hodgepodge amidst all the uh, i guess the fluid information that we've been getting uh, we've got uh, detroit lake superintendent doug froke standing solidly here in our studio <laughs> and uh, Good morning, Superintendent Froh.
1: Good morning, standing <laughs> solidly, standing upright, and, <laughs> standing. and uh, we're ready to go. That's yeah, It's right. been a hectic last 72 hours for oh, sure.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, of course, we're in the midst of this COVID-19 kind of basically shutdown of everything, uh, people shuttered into their homes, uh, being shuttled into their homes and shuttered. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's, it's kind of like, where do you begin? Um, but the fact that Detroit Lake schools are now closed for the next nine days, um, is a good place to start, I guess.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, you know, the thing about it is, is that, um, uh, you, you know, uh, as a superintendent and you, you hope that you never have to go through a, a crisis event, Um, and, and, uh, certainly this is, uh, this is kind of on the other side of, of a crisis event. In other words, we're, we're really, really as a, as a school, as a community and as a state trying to be proactive and, and it's hard. We're, we're a a society, we're a community that likes to go and we want to, we want to go here. We've got this going on tonight. We've got this going on during the day. Um, let's go out and have something to eat. Uh, we, we just go. And, and in order to beat this thing, the COVID-19 virus, and contain the spread, uh, we, we have to slow down. And we have to enjoy the confines of our homes. And um, that's, that's, a, that's a hard thing for us to, to put our hands around or arms around. Uh, and, and we'll just have to do it. And, and I think I saw one of the national advisors within the uh, president's administration yesterday. I think she made the quick message that meaning, well, I should say that I walked by the television quickly. And, and she indicated that, that if we can do this for 15 days, we're, we're really, really going to uh, make great headway. And, and so uh, if, if that's what we have to do, then let's do it. Mm-hmm. And, and so we cannot have um, a situation where like the third level three countries uh, that we know of right now where the, the healthcare systems are overwhelmed and as a result, there, some folks aren't being able to be treated. And so we have to, as a community, um, understand what's at stake and, and just, um, enjoy the confines of our own homes and, and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, you know, you can still go out and eat you just have to pick it up curbside as of five o'clock this afternoon. Right. So those things are still there. It's just our community. is just going to look a little different at night, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's okay for a while. Right. And hopefully we can, we can, uh, get this under control and, and start getting back to normal real soon.
0: Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke in the studio with me this morning. It's been a very busy time. It's a busy time anyway, but a very busy 72 hours, as you said, as, a, you know, you, uh, at the school board meeting last night, too, you said this is just a fluid. It's just everything is changing so quickly, um, you know, and something as big as a school district or school districts, the education system uh, has had to move very quickly uh, to come up with the, these plans. Uh, t- you know, to cover food and childcare, and you know now teachers are planning. You know, kind of beyond the next uh, ten days too.
1: Exactly, and and there's a couple parts to that uh, question. If that was a question, right. Carol, That was a, that was <laughs> a statement <laughs> question kind
0: of thing. <laughs> there's a
1: the, the, as you as you talk about the uh, K twelve engine in in the state of Minnesota. Uh, yes, uh, schools are a um, Uh, could be a a ground for a lot of contamination. So um, obviously we wanna make sure adults and kids are safe. And so you remove that piece of it. Um, But on the same, by the same token, uh, the schools also are a workforce supplier as well. And so as we attempt to to look at the needs of our community and of our state, We have a built-in workforce to help us do things like uh, take care of of children uh, from families of our health care workers and our emergency responders. We have uh, workers that can, we have people in our system that can help with meals for, for our kids who may not be able to get a meal because school's not in session so you could see what the governor and, and the uh, uh, Minnesota uh, administration did when, when they uh, came forward with the plan. And that plan was basically threefold. One, um, that we would close uh, uh, school or not hold school until March 27th. Um, and, and during that time, then kids would be off, uh, no, no instruction, on a spring break, little vacation, while the teachers begin work on distance learning in the event that the COVID virus is not contained in the state of Minnesota or in our country after March 27th. So on March 30th then, if again, if our containment efforts um, have not slowed the spread, then the kids will stay home and they will receive instruction by way of what's called distance learning. That distance learning could involve um, online lessons, it could involve uh, assignments um, by email, uh, teachers uh, teaching by video and then transmitting them out using various systems. Um, The the key behind that was is that yesterday we had the kids in, okay, uh, kids, here you go, clean out your lockers, Mm -hmm. take everything home in case you need it, two-fold there, They, they may need it, for instruction, and then the other thing is our our folks can then commence with a deep clean of the buildings while the kids are out. So um, anyway, so that that was kind of the second piece is is the uh, to the equation is is the food. I, I think your lead story had the, today or second story had the uh, the announcements as it relates to food drop-offs for our, for our, our kids. In other words, if they want a, a meal. Um, and and we're providing a lunch and a breakfast uh, available at three sites: Richwood Store, uh, the the middle school uh, Roosevelt South Parent uh, Drive Parking Loop, Parent Drive Through Loop, and then the high school out front of the high school, and that's curbside pickup. So we have those spots of uh, those three spots if folks want to come and and uh, pick up meals uh, on a daily basis up to the twenty seventh and then we'll, we'll continue to uh, provide information if it's necessary after that. And then, and then the other thing was our healthcare workers and our emergency responders, um, EMTs, uh, nursing home employees, uh, if, they, if they are, their kids need um, uh, childcare during the course of the day, our, our buildings are open and available, and the kids will get something to eat And they're open from 7.30 until 6 p.m. at night. And like I said, we've got a a built-in workforce uh, to address the needs of those children. So again, um, if there are needs of, you know, uh, those families from the the healthcare industry, from the emergency responder area, if there are needs that you have, please communicate that with your building where your child attends school. And we can see what we can do to help you uh, in that regard we right. got to come together as a state. We have to come together as a community. And, and if there's things that we can do, uh, please let us know. Maybe we won't be able to help you, but maybe mm-hmm. we might be able to direct you in some uh, to somewhere where we can get you some resources.
0: All right. We're in the studio with Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke, talking about uh, these days now that the uh, school is closed for the next uh, 10 days, nine days today through the 27th.
1: Now, back to HodgePodge with Kara McCarthy on KDLM Detroit Lakes.
0: Welcome back to HodgePodge this Tuesday morning, March 17th, 2020. Back in the studio with Detroit Lakes School Superintendent uh, Doug Froak. And uh, Superintendent Froak, now, uh, we are talking about kind of the plan uh, as far as uh, food service and child care continuing uh, through the district as uh, ordered by the governor. Uh, but some of the other questions that are popping up, I know that you mentioned these uh, at the school board meeting last night. Some, uh, a lot of questions uh, kind of surrounding about, like, you know, there are people out there now that have time on their hands and are feeling good, want to pitch in as volunteers, which is good. Um, but uh, you also have staff that need to um, have hours to be paid because that's another part of this component of this is that you have to find things for the staff to do um, because it is taxpayer money ultimately, I guess, uh, that's paying our, our employees of the school district. So uh, how does that all play out now?
1: Oh, good question, Carol, and, and you're right, exactly. That was one of the first things out of the chute uh, where the Walls administration, uh, when they made the announcement that schools would close, uh, on we- uh, Wednesday tomorrow, um, that that uh, employees of the school districts would be made whole, or the hourly employees of the school districts would be made whole, and 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 so um, as as you bring up the the uh, volunteers, uh, we're grateful absolutely, but um, what we have is a situation now, like we we just started the show with Carol, that, that's. Uh, effectively from a school district closure standpoint, about 72 hours old. and And so um, we made the decision that we would bring the kids in, uh, uh, bring the kids in for one day and and then get them prepped for what's happening, and get them out and and then commence because obviously the theme here is the control of the spread, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's get the let's the get the kids in, get them out and do it in one day, even though we, we could have brought them in again today. And some schools, a lot of schools are, um, and, and so, uh, we see now today, um, or what we've seen since Sunday noon, when we started planning, uh, was, um, as things started to envelop. there's a lot, there was a lot to this. And so, um, we probably could have used a second day mm-hmm. with kids to help us, really organized that that maybe doesn't make sense but it it is there us being in a system and ha- having a normal school day is good for us mm-hmm. we get work done and and we probably could have used that today we opted not to because it's the bigger picture of controlling the the uh, spread so um what we've got to do today is is that while we've started with the meals and we're starting with the child care we don't have a real solid picture right now of um, in the case of say uh, paraprofessionals, uh, we don't have a solid idea. We have over 150 folks. So we have to mobilize that workforce with differing, th- these folks have differing hourly schedules. So we have to mobilize that workforce and see what we have before um, we, you know, we, we take the gracious gift of volunteerism. So if, if folks would uh, have an interest in volunteering, that's great. Um, I would say that give us uh, a few days to, to get our, our people mobilized first and then, and then make contact with, uh, with uh, the district office, uh, 847-9271, and, and uh, let us know. You can contact me at that number and, and let us know what kind of volunteerism you're looking for and, and maybe how many people you have. So, But the initial thing, probably even, even for the lo- remainder of this week, would be just let us get our people mobilized first mm-hmm. and, then, and then we'll see what volunteer efforts there might be. We could be in a situation here where um, we're trying to work out logistical things. Like for example, um, right now the food is, is curbside pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- who can't, we, we have people that probably can't get to these three sites and we know that. Okay, we have to identify who they are. Okay, then how are we gonna get food to them? And and so those are all really technical, logistical uh, issues that we've got to work through. That that's where maybe the volunteerism comes in. Um, and we have to identify those situations. So that's what we've got All right, um, where that's concerned. And we're grateful and we're thankful. Mm-hmm. Just let us get our, our act organized, if you will, over the next few days.
0: Right. And I know the uh, at the meeting last night, too, you had a representative from Olander bus, Buses stepping up and said, you know, whatever you need. We'll be there. Yeah, uh, so that's grateful great. For that. Great yep, to know. Absolutely. Um, so, how is this kind of playing out in the community as well? Um, I know there was a meeting of the minds yesterday, or the heads of all of these entities in town, you know, kind of partners and and that sort of thing, um, just talking maybe about the resources and kind of about the needs. And I mean, I'm sure there's going to be frequent meetings like that within the city and uh, uh, even within among area superintendents.
1: Um, absolutely. We, uh, that was, that was part of our day on, mm-hmm. on, uh, on, on Sunday, um, when the uh, governor's closure was announced. Um, and, and so immediately the, the, the soups in the immediate area, um, we, we got on the phone right away to one another on a conference call and, and tried to make, tried to make sense at that time of what it all was. Um, uh, we, I think we had a conversation r- uh, right away at nine. We had, a We had another one at uh, at 11, and then we had another one at 4 on Sunday, and then another one at 7. That was the one at 7 was larger, more regionally here in the Lakes Country. Uh, But our our partnership with the neighboring schools is very strong, and we enjoy each other's company, and and we're able to talk through issues. Um, uh, Even though our sizes may vary, we're we're able to uh, talk very openly about things. So we were able to work together on on the situation, but as you bring up yesterday's meeting at the city offices with all of the, the city leaders and and so forth, I, I, as you brought up the, the bus company, Olander offering services, I, uh, I, I know that you and Jeff offered the, the services from the radio as a conduit of communication, and, and that's what this is about, our community coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday's meeting at the city was very powerful. Um, when you have the, the two healthcare systems present, you have uh, Becker County Sheriff, uh, Detroit Lakes Police, um, the um, radio station, the public utilities, um, the city and county administrators, uh, representatives from the school district. Um, it, it was it was very powerful, and just what's everybody doing, and and just so they all have an awareness of everybody has an awareness of what each other is doing. Mm-hmm. And so it was a it was good meeting. I'm guessing there'll be subsequent meetings as this thing continues to move.
0: Right, we're in the studio with Detroit Lakes School Superintendent Doug Froak, uh here on a Tuesday morning as we are entering into this uh, new normal uh, for the next. Well, we we don't know. We're getting we're getting. You know, the next 10 days is kind of the outlook uh, for the school. And then what next as uh, teachers are planning uh, the country. You know, we heard the president talk about, you know, this could go on for months uh, into the summer. Right, right. Um, so, uh, you know, you hear all that stuff. So it, it is changing quickly. It changes day to day. And uh, Superintendent froke and uh, educators are uh, working with that. Um and uh, doing their best to uh, get through this and of course you know we can't forget about the kids you know lots of points being made about you know this is for seniors you know this is this is their senior year um you know what does that look like for them the rest of the school year um you know with all those senior things that are coming up um you know graduation how's that i mean that's looking ahead um but you know kids are seeing this as a spring break a lot of kids left with that idea yesterday which it could, be. <laughs> it could be, and leave it up to the planning mm-hmm. to the adults, and uh, hopefully they'll enjoy their time off. Um, but also, uh, sports is another big factor in school, in education, and all sports activities now are uh, canceled, No, nothing resembling organized sports taking place. Right.
1: Yeah, You know, that, that's uh, that's all taken care of, as you indicated, Carol. Um, um, you're right. That sometimes there's the there's the idea that kids have that maybe we'll have captain's practices. Those two, none of those uh, can go on. And uh, then we have the, the choir trip to New York, which is canceled, which has been well-documented. Last uh, Tonight we were supposed to have the all-city band, 56th mm-hmm. annual all-city band. Obviously too much of a crowd. We toyed with the idea of, of – uh, Live streaming it, and just have the kids perform, and you know, in front of uh, uh, empty bleachers, and and even that, we couldn't, we didn't feel that we could pull that off, and so um, everything now is, is uh, basically quiet, and mm-hmm. it goes back to the way we started the show. Carol, is that we have to for right now, everybody has to kind of enjoy the confines of their homes at night, and and uh, I think we I think we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be good. It's, mm-hmm. This is gonna be fine. We just gotta weather the storm. And, and, uh, I think we'll, I think the big thing to remember, uh, Carol, as we've been telling people, let's put it in proper perspective. Yes, there is a, we've got to control the spread. There is a threat, but as of, uh, yesterday, I think it's still, there's 54 identified right. haven't cases updated that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's 54 identified cases in the state of Minnesota. And there are, as of yesterday noon, there are zero in Becker County. Right. And so, um, when we take a look at the fact that there's 54 cases, identified cases, in the state of Minnesota, with a population of five million, we I think that I think that speaks volume. And mm-hmm. we we're, we yes we we feel bad for those who've been diagnosed, but let's go to work. We can do this, and and stay calm, and uh, we'll enjoy, like I said, the confines of our homes and our families, and uh, we'll get through it.
0: All right. Detroit Lake School Superintendent Doug Froke. And of course, the business of the school board will continue on uh, yep. meeting regularly. Um, maybe that may change as things go on, too. But uh, you know, you had your meeting last night and uh, things were discussed. you moving forward with uh, projects. Uh, what does this do for the construction season here in the school district?
1: Well, it's that's what we're going to have conversations this morning. As a matter of fact, as soon as we're done here, Carol, we head out to a, a, a building meeting um, at nine o'clock and, and And so, um, actually that's, that's on the agenda and, and you have to have that conversation about, okay, you have workers too. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
1: and how do you feel about that? And obviously the buildings are empty or, well, I mean, obviously there are staff working, but this, is this an opportunity to take advantage of maybe starting on a project that we would have started, um, this summer? It might be, Mm -hmm. um, uh, we'll we'll take a look and and see and determine the appropriateness of that as as those uh, companies, all of the contractors, have to weigh out that for their employees as well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I imagine that will be a, a big topic of discussion. There's an opportunity. Is it appropriate that we take that opportunity? Maybe it is. and And as we look out for the wellness of our of of people uh, in our state and in our region, um, we'll have to have that conversation
0: all right, Detroit like school superintendent Doug Froke, uh, the business of the school district is uh going on as uh we speak, and uh, Superintendent Froke, and uh, uh thank you so much for all the information and all the work, and I'm sure you'll keep us posted if anything changes uh as it as it may, as we've seen the last few days, things kind of change. On a they do on a on a dime here, um, just to keep up, keep ahead of the COVID nineteen. And you know, what are your words to to parents and uh, kids uh, now that they find themselves at home together? You've, you've said that too, but um, you know, what are some of the things that you can uh, parting words uh, for kids and parents of the school district?
1: Oh, just as I just as I said, Carol, I think I think the main thing is just to to take advantage of this time and enjoy it. Um, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean um, maybe you cook meals, maybe you read together, you play games together. Um, that's what this is about, and um, it just that, just that time, uh, go for a walk uh, outside. There, there are many resources out there that talk about the social distancing uh, concept and what's appropriate. Uh, get outside, um, and that that's perfectly fine to do some outdoor activities, but. It, it, it's just a time to, to be together as family and and uh, in order to preserve the health of, of your family and other families. So, um, like I said, I, I think it's a great opportunity for, we'll see how this thing goes for uh, the nine days that, that we're closed, but uh, we're gonna miss the kids. Uh, that's why we're in the business we are, because they're fun to have around. They bring energy to the building um, and, and to the buildings. And uh, anyway, so, Uh, messages to parents. You know, we have fun with the kids every day. You have fun now with the kids every day that they're home. So uh, anyway, best of luck to folks out there. And as we end every show, sales up, go Lakers.
0: All right. Thanks, Superintendent Doug Froak from Detroit Lakes School District. Uh, And that is going to wrap up HodgePodge for today for this March 17th, 2020.